pleasant good morning to you all in the name of our lord jesus christ our savior i want to welcome you to my podcast you are not alone my name is gabriel adebayo i am your host today again we're going to go back into our section or rather segment concerning prayer as a weapon of a christian i in my little study, I, I, I wanted to open this conversation with, um, with this word that I, that, I, that I read somewhere a couple of days ago. It says, whatever purifies you is the right path. I will not try to define it. Whatever purifies you is the right path. Don't try to define it. <clears throat> and and I say that to say that the only thing that purifies the soul of a man is prayer, the righteous prayer. Prayer to me, as I began to study this, the more I study, the more I get interested in this. Prayer to me um, is like a, a mountain in which every word of your prayer echo back to you. You know, when you echo in a mountain, everything that you say there comes back to you. And that's exactly what I, what I see in these, because when you talk about prayer, many people have taken prayer into another level, and they have missed the purpose of what prayer should be. The last time I spoke to you, I spoke to you about seeking the will of God, that we should not seek our own will when we pray, we should seek the will of God. Because our will that cannot take us anywhere. And that's why even our Savior prayer said, let that will be done. When the will of God is done, there is perfectness in your life. There is perfectness. I want to take you today to another part of uh, before I get to the proper prayer, I'm going to talk about proper prayer, but before I get there, if I have the time, let me share with you some of the uh, blueprints of prayer um, that, I, that, that I read in the Bible, because the Bible contains many examples of prayer and plenty of exhortation to pray. And back again, let me to go back into the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 12 again. Here is, here is one of the parts that we don't consider practical, but it is very practical. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Hmm. You know, if I'd seen this quite a long time, if I'd known about uh, writing this out, I would have. But I never thought of writing it out. I just memorized it. But if there is anything that I'm going to carve out boldly in my bedroom, like I just did when I was when I was doing this, that I I wrote that in a black paper, and I'm looking at it right now. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. 
If God does not make a sermon to you, then I don't know what will make a sermon to you. <laughs> because we can't live without hope. And we can't hope without patience. We can't be patient without constant prayer. And that's what this is all about. And until we get that, then we will get what the book of Gospel of Luke chapter 18 verse 1 says. When the Bible was talking about the parable of the persistent widow who will never give up. We keep on asking for the uh, thing from the king over and over again, over and over again, that the king was worn out. In verse 18 of the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, I mean, chapter 18 of Gospel of Luke, verse 1 says, um, let me shorten it, let's go to verse 18. And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. That's the moral of that story of the parable of the persistent widow. He said we should pray and don't lose heart because sometimes we are closer to what we are looking for but because of the frustration of our mind we want to give up so quickly where are you in life can you gauge it do you know where you are in life because many of us are to saying, oh you don't know my age i'm this age i'm not married yet i don't have kids i don't have a house i don't have a car i don't have a rat i don't have a cat i don't have a dog i don't have uh, what else I don't know, we, 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 we have this list of things thinking that um, we will be this. And I was reading the story of uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who never knew anything about jumping into making movie his career or acting as a career until he got his late 40s or early 40s. And we have a president in our country here in, in America, Ronald Reagan, who became a president at a certain age that many would have wrote him up. So why are you defining yourself in that age thing when God knows that maybe you are a late bloomer mm. and then you will enjoy the rest of your life in a very comfortable way. Some people are early bloomer and God will just allow them to go all the way and some people, God just reserve their life and they sit back and kick in at the end of their life and they enjoy it. Maybe you are one of those. Now. I want to leave you with this book of Ephesians, letter of uh, Paul to Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 18 says, Praying at all times in the Spirit, without prayer and supplication. To that end, keep our alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Praying at all times in Spirit, with all prayers and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Do you know what that means? It means that we should never stop praying. Yes, you and I should never stop praying. No, not even for once. And and that's why the Bible tells us that, that the house of God must be a place of prayer. It must be a place of prayer. It is when you go to church, it's a place that you should pray more often. Instead of trying to see what someone wear, what someone say, what someone is doing. You don't get to sit down before God all the time like that. I'm not saying this uh, because God is not everywhere. No, God is everywhere. God is everywhere. But when you gather together with the saints in a place like that, it's priceless. That's why I, I never let anything disturb me. When I'm, in, when I'm before him, I just, I just want to ask him to fill me up. I don't let nothing come between me and my God. No, 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 nothing, nothing whatsoever. 
And that's what the Gospel of Mark, Mark recorded, what Christ says in the book of Mark 11, 17, when he says, and as Christ was teaching them, suddenly he says unto them, it is not written. Is it not written? Have you not heard of it? That's what it means. Haven't you read it? That my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you made it a den of robbers. You know what, this is what church, some churches are today. A den of robbers, a den of beauty parade. You don't have power showcase instead of a, a place of prayer. When you go to church, what do you do? Do you pray or you just or you just look around and see what who wears who, what where, what? Please don't do that. Let your focus be on prayer because listen, you're there to meet your maker, God. That might be the last chance you will have to stand in front of him. We don't know when the last time will be. We will never know. But when we have this privilege, let's use it in such a way that it's so magnificent. Listen to me. And listen to me good. God's house is to be a house of prayer. And God's will are to be people of prayer. So if God's house is supposed to be a house of prayer, then don't you think the people of God should be people of prayer? God never takes prayers uh, lightly. God take prayer serious. So you and I should take prayer serious as well. We should. So by building ourselves up in our most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, let's keep ourselves in God's love. Because that's the only thing that will get us through. Unfortunately, I could not tell you what is the proper way to pray. So please meet, meet me next time. As well, how I will tell you the proper way to pray because that's one of the confusing, confusing um, acts that is going on. Some people believe it's better to stand. Some people believe it's better to sit. Some people believe it's better to close your eyes. Some people believe it's better to open your eyes. Well, <clears throat> I found out some things in the Bible that I think is very special. Okay, but what is the proper way to pray? In my searching and my study to the Bible, I realized that. This is so true, and this is something that we must know. Did you know that there's a proper way to pray? Well, maybe that's one of the reasons why you are missing. <laughs> I can't wait to get to you the next time I come with you. I'll be here again tomorrow, God willing. Please keep me in your prayer. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause His face to shine upon you. Let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We glorify you for you are the only God that existed, none else. You have done what no one will do and you will do what no one will ever do. And so for that, we raise your banner up and we say thank you for your greatness and your glory. Heal us up, protect us from sin and sin danger. Protect your people, those people that are listening, protect them. Meet them at the point of their request. Defeat every spirit of evil that stands against them. Defeat every mouse that rise up against them. Protect them from sin and sin danger. Father, we thank you for you only is our King. In Jesus' name, we are praying. And if you believe in that prayer that I've just prayed now, you say Amen. And I need you to constantly remember that prayer and pray always. Listen, without ceasing. Hmm. Without ceasing, even when you don't utter words, God hears. God bless you.